Welcome to Focus on Claims with Ernie Bray, CEO of ACD. Hey everyone, Ernie Bray here with ACD and welcome to this uh, episode of Focus on Claims. Today I have a guest on that's going to talk about an area in claims that I've wanted to learn a lot more about, diminished value. Now this is an area that I think is always a challenge for carriers and, and companies trying to figure out how this works. So today my guest is Roy Duplanchet. He is a partner in a startup uh, covering diminished value. So I figured let's get him on. He'll talk about what his company's doing and kind of address this, uh, this part of the industry. So, hey, welcome aboard, Roy. Glad to have you on. Hey, hey thanks. Glad to be here. Hey, well, you know what? We, we've spoken before and I um, have heard what's going on here in this part of the industry. And I wanted to find out more about it. But before we get into this, Tell me a little bit about you. You know, who's Roy? How do you? How long have you been in the industry? And what's your kind of history? Well, uh, just to uh, keep it somewhat brief, I, I actually started out in the uh, business about 35 years ago when I was about 20 years old. Wow. Uh, it, I was actually in the rental car business, uh -huh. uh, replacement rental car business. And, uh, you know, when, when the enterprises and the agency rental cars were really just becoming, you know, a major part of the, uh, the claims process. Mm -hmm. And uh, I spent about 19 years in that business and uh, worked my way up through the management ranks and uh, did very well. I had a great time, a great career in the rental car business. And then, of course, 9-11 hits and things start to go a little haywire in the rental car business. And uh, so a couple of years later, I decided to, uh, to get out of it. And uh, then I started moving in a little bit into the technology business. I went to work for a couple of companies that were more technology related. Mm -hmm. uh, all servicing the claims, auto claims industry, um, and um, you know all around that that part of the the, the claims process, and um, learned a lot about technology. Learned a lot about the uh, the ins and outs of of the uh, claims departments and and how they work and what their what their real big pain points were. And you know, really worked for some companies like AutoWatch was a company that was a startup at the time when I joined them in 2004. Mm -hmm. uh, they were kind of an innovative thought process on how to communicate with customers uh, and keep them informed of their repair process. Um, then, of course, we were, we were acquired in 2011 uh, by a bigger company called Solera. And uh, so I, I was with, under the Solera umbrella for the last 10 years and recently have uh, decided to, to move away and, and become a, uh, you know, a work for myself and, and work uh, towards this new opportunity that uh, that I've been able to land in, so it's it's been an exciting journey so far. Yeah, so you know that's exciting, and I'll tell you, you so you obviously you've seen a lot of this industry, gosh, for so many years. Like myself, we've been in this industry, and you've yeah. seen it evolve. And you know, with all this experience on different sides, what do you see like some of the drivers going on in the industry? Where you see tech going, and and where we see this kind of claims industry going, what are some of the thoughts you see out there? You know, it, it's really it's interesting because uh, you know over the last ten years or so, there, there's there's kind of been this shift in the industry um, in a couple of different fashions. You know, one obviously the customer you know uh, the customer focus has changed a little bit in regards to you know how they are are communicated with. You know, it's the new millennial age. It's becoming the norm, uh, the, the the major part of the customer base now, and and obviously they they communicate different ways than than we used to do back in the 80s when I was starting out in this industry, and and uh, technology is obviously playing a big part of, you know, what that experience looks like and how the claims are being processed and and how they 
can not only streamline the process from the claim side, mm-hmm. uh, but really improve the the whole claims experience uh, from the customer's point of view. And and then obviously, you know, it's now it's it's all about uh, you know AI technology and and what the technology can do to help um, not 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 displace or replace a lot of the in-person and manual work that's done by an adjuster, right. but certainly a way to enhance how they do things and, and how they operate, and, and then how the data then becomes a bigger part of the process and the decision-making nowadays. And I think, obviously, data is a big part of that, and yeah. the insurance companies are going to kind of really keep focusing on the data and, and what it's telling them and how they should react to it and, and what, they can, what they can do to, to help improve their process. Uh, and reduce their cost, you know, using data. Yeah, I mean, and, and I agree on that because when you think about it, as, as this, the old management statement goes, you know, if you can't measure it, you can't manage it. And data really gives you that power, I think. And, and carriers are starting to realize that, yeah, you really can manage it. But let me, what's your thoughts on like the risk though? You know, and I, I'm a huge proponent, obviously, of the technology and streamlining things. But how do you balance, you know, speaking to people in the past, balance that you keep that human touch with not going too far to the point where you try to automate things too much uh and then you at you know put at risk the customer interaction how do you what do you think a good way to try to balance that is you know well it's tough because you do have to balance it and you know you can never get away from that human touch and that that uh, human contact Mm -hmm. um you know look we all know that the accident is a is a is a big part of an emotional part of the process for, for a vehicle owner, uh, whether it's first or third party. And, and you know, it, it can really be um, difficult sometimes for these people to handle and, and, and work through um, and, and be, you know, be happy with the results. So right. you'll never get away from that human touch need. You know, the question is, is how much technology can you, can you institute without disrupting that balance? And, you know, Either way, technology is going to disrupt it in some way. Yeah, I think insurance companies just have to be really careful about how much they they take that hands-off approach. Um, you know, look, some insurance companies, like an insurance, did a very good job of of transitioning from that human touch to technology. Uh, but you know, it it was still you know a situation where you know you just can't get away from it completely. So there will always be the need, you know, for that human interaction. You know, and and technology can can help it but it doesn't necessarily have to displace it. Well, what, what do you think about um, when you're talking about the technology, you know, we're, we're talking about you're, you've got to start up your diminished value and, you know, people, their vehicles, it's a very emotional situation. Any, any loss or any insurance claim is stress on, on, on a, on a person. And especially, I mean, you know, you, this will, will lead us kind of into the, what, what your, your company's doing. Hey, my vehicle was in an accident. It has value. Now it's damaged. It's, you know, it, you know, and that's another side of this business that we're going to talk about. It, it really, that's where that empathy has to come into play. So, you know, like I said, I, I believe huge that this is a combination. This is a business where you have to mesh the best of technology, the best of people. You find that balance and you give that customer a great approach. And that leads me kind of into what you're doing with uh, your company, AcroDIV. Tell me about the market focus of what you guys are trying to do there. You know, so, you know, here's the reality. I said, I I haven't talked to any insurance company in my career that hasn't told me the same thing, which is, listen, we just want to make sure that we're fair and we're accurate with the customer and we make sure they come back out whole 
um, and that they have a good experience through the claims process. You know, and, and every insurance company will tell you, obviously, that, you know, the claims process is a big part of retention, you know, policy retention. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's important that, you know, that, that customers are, are feeling like they're, they're being treated fairly and, and accurately. Um, and, and the diminished value, you know, part of this process, even though it seems to be a very small part of the overall claims process, and we're talking maybe 8% of all claims end up with some type of diminished value, you know, uh, claim, um, it's, it's still a big part of it for those people who experience it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the industry just wants to be fair with it. They just want to make sure that the, the diminished value that is being offered is accurate. Um, and, it, and it really means something. And over the last 30 years, the industry has basically adopted, you know, this standard you know, theory that every vehicle must have some type of diminished value if, if it's suffered a, a loss. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but in reality, that's not necessarily the case. Uh, vehicles, just because it's had a, a loss doesn't necessarily mean it's lost value. Okay. Uh, but but there's, there's never been another way in the last 30 years since the old Georgia, you know, State Farm uh, Mabry lawsuit is, is really kind of dictated. The only way to really measure diminished value is this, this formula that was created called the 17C formula. Mm-hmm. Um, but for 30 years, it's been used that way. And, and uh, there, there needs to be a different and a better and a more accurate way of determining what inherent diminished value there might be on, on a vehicle with a loss. And that's really what we've done based on some of the experience and knowledge that, that we've got um, in between me and, the, and my partner. And, and, um, and what we think we can provide to the insurance industry is, is a, an alternative way of doing it. Okay. So, so what you're thinking is you think you found a way that's going to help make this process more accurate and, and fair to all parties is basically what the, the whole idea then is. That's it. That's exactly wow. it. Okay. Yeah. We, so we, we are, yeah, we are not, basically we are not looking to, um, to dictate that there shouldn't be a diminished value in a lot of cases. We just don't know until the data tells us that there is, and we just want to be more accurate with it. Well, so like who can benefit from, um, the company like what you're doing give me some sample use cases of like how you know a, a claim could be handled well you know look listen um the the biggest advantage or benefit um really it, it's across the board the consumer the insurance company obviously uh, you know wants to be more accurate more fair with their with their settlements mm-hmm. um but they just never had the the solution that gave them the information to present an offer to the consumer that that can that can, that can be really validated, mm-hmm. um, and, and that's really what we want to do is we want to give them a way to validate what they're offering that it is fair and accurate. Um, so not only does the insurance company benefit because they know it's validated, but mm-hmm. the consumer can be- benefit because it's validated. And then of course the repair shop you know plays an important role in this. You know as long as the car is repaired back to pre loss condition. Then, then you know the shop should be, get credit for doing that, and and that's really what it what it comes down to. And, and that and that's key. That that's this is really interesting to me because I think it really is about you know being fair to all parties, which is very, is, is is super important in all aspects. That's the right way that things should be handled. I have a question, and, and if you could explain this now, if in it, the whole diminished value idea. Now, if I have a vehicle, I get in an accident, and if it's repaired with all brand new factory parts, you know, does that 
is there still going to be a diminished value or how does, I mean, or, or is that, if I'm putting all brand new parts back on, would that put it back to basically pre-accident condition? Tell me a little bit more about that. Like the, does that make a huge difference? Well, it certainly can. Of course it does. Uh, you know, if a vehicle, I mean, look, the, 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 the standard definition of mm -hmm. diminished value is the, the difference in value between from the day prior to the loss to the day after the loss. Mm -hmm. As long as repaired back to original pre-loss condition, using obviously the, the right repairs and procedures and, and the right, you know, uh, the right information and, and the, the right uh, parts and everything else that, that goes along with it, mm -hmm. it doesn't necessarily even have to have an OEM part replacement. It, there really is no standard way of calculating diminished value. There's a lot of factors that go into it. Okay. Uh, but but if you if you don't if if you look at every diminished value on its own merit, then you, you really come up with a more accurate value. You just gotcha. can't say across the board that just because a vehicle has been repaired back to pre-loss condition that necessarily didn't lose value or it did lose that lose value. The data should tell you whether or not it did or didn't. And, and that really depends on what the real steel, you know, sales data tells you. So really, and, and that's what it comes down to. So really, every case is unique. Then basically, you have it, to look at each case. It should unique. be unique. Got it. Okay. okay. So so you know, as as a a tech company, you know, your experience in the industry, going into different carriers and working out there, what do you think that like the challenges are? to adopting of new solutions like this? Because, you know, I think the industry is always open. As you can see, so many, there's so many players in the insure tech space now, and you have a lot of different neat companies out there offering different solutions, which is, are very intriguing to me. That's why I love having guests on the podcast like this to talk about new things out there to, you know, to let listeners hear more about things. What are the challenges, though, breaking in and getting, you know, maybe an insurer to listen or actually see the value in different things? And just your experience, is, are there, is it tough? Is it difficult to see and, and show those things? Well, look, change is always difficult, right? So, mm -hmm. you know, for, for, you know, you know, the average insurance company out there, you know, they are, you know, they have already implemented certain processes and, and certain procedures that, that they follow. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, they, they should be comfortable with those. Um, so anything new that comes along and anything that changes their current process, yeah. you know, is a disruption. And, and doesn't always become a valuable disruption, but uh, in a lot of cases it can. And you know, what, one of the things that we have to do from a technology standpoint is to make sure that we make it a seamless transition or, or a seamless process. And it doesn't necessarily disrupt what they do today, it just gives them a different way of doing what they do today. Um, right. and, and that's kind of what we've tried to focus on is just giving them an alternative way of, of you know, determining inherent diminished value rather than changing the whole process on how they do it. Uh, but we have okay. made it easier, more seamless, more automated, and, and a lot more efficient for them to be able to do what they do today for diminished value. I mean, we've heard processes all across the board, different, different formulas are being used, different uh, modifications of the 17C are being used all over the place. So, you know, insurance companies are all kind of all over the place a little bit and, and not using one standard practice uh, but but that can that can be you know detrimental too because a standard practice makes it more accurate more fair for everybody across the board and, and that's really where we think we can provide some some real value okay that, that that totally makes sense so so i'm you know my company is on the claim side this is what we do at acd we're in claims and so this niche that you're talking about i'm i'm really interested to find out 
how carriers could implement this into their process. Tell me a little bit about how this could be something that, you know, could make the adjuster's day easier, how they could, you know, be more efficient. Tell me how, yeah, how, how could the adjusters utilize this? Well, first of all, we, we made a very simple web-based application mm-hmm. that, that, uh, that they will have the access to, to log in and within 90 seconds input some critical data, some required data, and, okay. and spit out a result within 90 seconds. Um, today, they do a lot of the work that we're talking about manually, um, and they, they have a modification of a different formula they're using. So they do it on spreadsheets in, in a lot of cases and, and, and just make it a little bit more comprehensive mm-hmm. where not only does, does it take more time, but you also then have to subject a, a specific uh, expertise like an appraiser to be able to read an estimate right. and make those modifications and make those determinations. But, but again, the, the challenge that the industry has is all of this, all, all the, the ways they're doing it today mm-hmm. have a lot of subjectivity in it where our solution really takes the subjectivity out of it. It's a really much more objective okay. value because you don't have to have an expert do this anymore. You know what has to sit and read an estimate and determine how severe was the damage, how, you know, what, what, where was the damage on the vehicle and, and, and what that impact would have on any inherent diminished value. All that is kind of taken out of the equation now, and it's all objective now based off of real steel's you know, real steel data. So, so, so let's say a carrier would like to utilize this. How do you go in and present to a carrier and, and maybe do a proof of concept and show them comparable to what they're doing now? Like take me through how like a carrier could implement this, how easy it would be to, to, to test yeah. it out and try it out. Yeah. The first thing obviously is that, you know, we offer them the opportunity to, uh, to provide us with a closed file review where we'll take 2025 of their oh, okay. uh, prior claims, prior diminished value claims. We'll run them through our platform and show them the results and show them how we got the results in, in the data behind the results. Mm-hmm. And once we do that, um, obviously they can compare to what they did before the results they had before. Uh, so that's one way, obviously we're getting them. And look, we've seen, we've seen values all over the board. There are, there are many cases where we've come up with a lower diminished value. And there are many cases where we've come up with a higher diminished value. Um, so again, we're not sitting here and, and, and offering the fact that we're going to try and reduce your diminished value settlements. What we're saying is we're going to be more accurate. Well, that's hence uh, the so name that's hence the name of the company. Yeah. Accurate DIV. We're that's trying to be exactly, accurate. Accuracy is key. That's yeah. it. Exactly. But, uh, but we could, we, we offer, you know, the opportunity for them to pilot our system for, you know, a, a month or so and, and put, you know, put 2025 claims into the system, see how easy it is to process one yep. and what that efficiency looks like. And then, and then what the results are. And then, of course, we provide all the data and the documentation behind it so that they can share it with the consumer and, and then go defend, you know, and validate the data that, or the offer that they're making. Well, you know, it, this sounds really, I said, really interesting to me. It sounds to me like this is about transparency in this process. It's about transparency. If I'm, I'm, it, so that's, that's really exciting. So, you know what? I know we're going to be wrapping up here, but I wanted to kind of, you know, get it as an entrepreneur at heart. And I can tell you guys passionate about what you're doing because I, I love these stories about new and you know, exciting solutions. What are some tips for people out there you give being in this space and startup space for years? You know, you've been around this, all this. What are some tips you give to people? I'd, I'd like to say tips that, you know, to show, you know, break into a market like this and trying to get, you know, um, a carrier and insurer to see some, how they could get a good ROI and what they're doing. What are some tips you get for entrepreneurs out there trying to break in to the industry? 
Well, you know, look, th there's there's a couple of different things that I would that I would recommend. First, obviously, you have to find the need in the industry. You know, there's there's uh, there's always a way to do something a little bit better than the way it's been done before. Mm -hmm. uh, the question is, is really what's the real value to a carrier to to make a switch to something else? Right. And you know, of course, being around the industry and talking to a lot of people, knowing a lot of people, and and you know, just, you know, picking some brains of some of the experts and some of the leaders in the industry, you know, uh, was really a, a wake up call for us to know really where the, the, the real obvious needs are. And, and diminished value just seemed to pop up as a, as a major need uh, for something that's, that hasn't been addressed in over 30 years. And, um, you know, it's, it's all about risk and reward, right? No risk, no reward. And we felt like it was a good time to take the risk. and um, and, and make make the jump and and uh, and and give this thing an give this opportunity a go and provide the the industry with something new and different and innovative you know for for diminished value. But there are a lot of different things in the process, a lot of different solutions in the process mm -hmm. that that you know always could look for improvement. And yeah. if if somebody has the opportunity to identify that and has the ability to uh, you know to take the leap and and uh, the resources, obviously, sometimes it takes to make that happen. Uh, don't be afraid to do it. That's, a, that's, that's great advice, you know, and I think this industry, a lot of times there are niches, you know, like this is an area that I really, you know, even have been in the industry as long as I have too, it's, it's one I really didn't really have a great focus on. And it's great to hear the story because I think it's always been an area that it was a lot of confusion. And, and I think, like, like you said, for the entrepreneurs out there, finding that niche is really key. That's really the key because there are so many different areas that can be that area where it can really add value to an insurance company or just the process in general. So, so as we wrap up here, we're ready to close. Is there anything exciting, any news you have going on at Accurate DIV you'd like to, to let our listeners know about or anything you to talk about uh, that's going to be coming up soon? Because I know here we are, we're getting toward the end of the year. Um, but you know, I know 2021, gosh, what, what a heck of a year it's been with the, the COVID thing. But I think a lot of carriers are looking, uh, to streamline processes and really look at it, all the different things going on. But is there anything you guys like to announce or talk about? You know, look, we're, we're a startup still. So we're still in our infancy stages. Um, mm -hmm. You know, we've had a lot of interest so far in what we're doing and we're talking to a lot of people. Uh, we're talking to some major insurance carriers and some mm -hmm. mid-size and some smaller carriers. Um, we're, we're just getting our name out there now and, and looking for, you know, the, the opportunity to, to provide the industry with something alternative that they can look for. And, and look, we think that the data that we're going to provide okay. in regards to diminished value is, is critical to this because there's never been an opportunity for any insurance company to look and see how we're performing against our peers. And we're going to be able to provide that data going forward, once we start getting that volume in there, we're going to be able to really drill down into specific data in regards to geography, in regards to mm -hmm. type of vehicle, in regards to type of repair, you know, in regards to a lot of things, and, and, and how all that really, you know, ends up uh, in, the, in the calculation for diminished value. And, you know, there's never been a way to share the data industry-wide on how things are going. You can look at, you know, writing an estimate. And you can look at data, you know, days on end about what those estimates look like and how they're calculated and what, what the data should be. Um, and you can look at how you compare against your peers. With diminished value, there is nothing like that. So we're really excited about what we can provide in regards to data and, and historical information in regards to diminished values to the industry. 
and we're, we're just excited about getting it started. Exciting stuff, right? That's exciting stuff. Well, as we close here, hey, let our listeners know if there, if you have a carrier out there, you're anybody interested in this whole diminished value process, how can they get a hold of you and how can they find the company? You know, it's real simple. They, uh, my, my mobile phone is, is available uh, to out there and they can go to our website, accuratediv.com and, mm-hmm. and take a look at our information, connect with me on LinkedIn. Uh, my name is, is out there. And, and looking forward to talking to people. Uh, my email, Roy at AccurateDIV.com, is, is an easy way to reach me. And, you know, I, I'm looking forward to, you know, to really getting, uh, getting this information out there. That's great. Well, it's been great having you on. And I think for our listeners, uh, it's, it, like I said, this is a part of the industry that was very interesting to me. Well, great, great to hear the story about you guys. And I look forward to, to watching how you guys do. So Yeah, well, I, I appreciate it, Ernie. And I, I look forward to working with you even more. All right. Have a great one. And thanks for being on. Thanks, guys. This has been Focus on Claims with Ernie Bray, President and CEO of ACD.